What's up, folks? Welcome to the Three Times Dope Podcast. We missed you guys last week. It was a scheduling uh, food par. We'll blame it on Rob. Um, what? Just, it, it just feels better blaming it on you. <laughs> Why can't we just can't take collective responsibility? Why can't Absolutely. we just take collective responsibility? So, so quick question before before we even jump in, man. I, I guess we can call this our warm-up. Um, How did y'all feel about these BET awards? So I don't watch awards shows, um, so I I have no context. The most I saw you watch was, BET. No. Okay. Why don't you watch, Why don't you watch? Let's start there. Why don't you watch BET? So Try. I just don't. First, I don't watch a lot of TV, right? Okay. So I'm rarely even watching TV. If I am, I'm using the Fire Stick and watching an old episode of something like Murder She Wrote on repeat. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've never been into into any kind of awards. I didn't watch the Emmys. I don't watch the Oscars. I don't watch the Tonys. I don't watch the Grammys. I just kept up with it based on what people say. I do remember when I was younger, though, and watching it and being really concerned, similar to what we were talking about offline, about people who I thought should win, yeah. who had better sales and were better artists. popular. Yeah. Yeah. Better artists, more polished, and who would like never win and or get this sympathy nomination. And I remember yeah. like years ago being like, Yeah, I'm not watching this anymore. How Jill Scott don't win? I'm not watching this anymore. Why are about doing Lauren Hill not here? I'm not who is this? Doja what? Never mind. And then I just stopped. So yeah. I couldn't be commenting on it. Doja Cat. Yeah, so so I, I feel like BET's been colonized. Um it, not that it not that it was not that it was ever like like fully black, but I remember when like yeah. Roland was there, and like you know, you had you had other folks that were there that it, it gave this the semblance of being for us, um, and it was black owned, so it was for us by us, right? Now it's no longer black owned, and I feel like the content, like so thinking thinking about things that have 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 occurred um, to black people in like the last what uh, six months, you see no coverage of that on BET. Right. But it's not a news channel anymore. They they don't they don't even have the BET news segment, do they? Probably not. But even if you don't have that, I've seen I've seen other like you can go live or whatever to like yeah. for for the president to speak or for some for when something major happens or whatever. They don't even do that. They run they run Martin, bro. Not that there's anything wrong with Martin. I think Martin is a, the Martin Show is a is a national treasure for black folks. So don't get me wrong. But and, and it was it was fictitiously in Detroit, by the way. Yes, absolutely, it was. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just said that the other day because I I do agree, Ray. Like when there is something that's happening, and we know the role and the responsibility that media play, TV, social media, Facebook, all these others. Like I do think that there is a responsibility for people, for organizations, for companies to step up and to say something, right? And so. Or Friday when that news about Roe v. Wade came out, I mean, I was livid. I mean, I was livid because of what it means for for That's women, right. for what it means for men. And I immediately, something said, and so you're flipping the TV, right? And CNN yes. is there and ABC is there and all of the, all the people are there, regardless of what their position is. They yep. felt it important to be there. And yep. I think my biggest problem on Friday was 
we still continue to have this framing as though these issues around women's rights and reproductive rights is a white women's issue. Yeah, and I think not. it was a missed opportunity for BET and other networks whose minor, yes. who's predominantly focused or their shows are supposed to be targeted yes. towards black and brown audiences to not be down there talking to people who look like us about these issues. And yeah, so we will right. never, if when we don't do that as a missed opportunity and we continue to just feed into this narrative that this isn't something that we should care about because this is about them. And the main people who they seem to highlight and focus on are the ones who are not going to be the most greatly impacted by the thing that is happening. Um, yeah. And no, I, I think that's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a BET fan. I don't watch the award shows. Um, I do watch television. Um, but BET, I, I mean, I ain't watched BET in forever. And I don't even know what's on BET anymore. So I'm not even surprised or disappointed because I'm kind of ambivalent about BET's commitment to black people. Um, and so I just like, yeah, all right, that's cool. I mean, you know, but I didn't watch the BET Awards. I do catch up on it on Twitter when I see people commenting and like when they post different things, I may watch a video or two yeah. here or there. I did see that, um, I don't know, one of these artist signed a new artist the other day and i was like oh i didn't know they had a record label this is their first uh, label so i was like oh that's that's what's up so i mean i, I learned about me I, I prefer social media twitter in particular to find out what's happening on bet without being consumed by yeah. bet because i just think bet is trash and you know like i don't knock the people who have shows on there it's just not my jam yeah no i feel it i feel it yeah um so uh, unpacking what you were saying, H, it's heavy, right? Uh, at Roe v. Wade um, uh, decision coming out is is a, is a heavy decision. But I want to I want to talk about it in the sense of like we knew that it was coming, right? You know, so there was leaked there was leaked things or whatever that that came out of the court. So like we knew it was a foreshadow. So we knew that it was going to happen, right? And so I guess my question is is that why was it leaked and was it leaked so that in an effort for us to not burn things down in a, because I, I feel like you know protests have occurred and they've been mainly peaceful protests or whatever right and do you feel like that's because people have had the opportunity to consume this and digest it and and, and kind of deal with it like what are your thoughts yeah so i don't know i mean i would think that it should be the opposite when it was leaked is when we should have saw people organizing and getting ready and being prepared and, and being um, in a place where as soon as they knew it was going to hit, they could respond and react. And so I don't know if it's the leak thing. I just think that the world is in such a place where folks are consumed with the things that only impact their small sphere. They recognize that that's a problem. They recognize that guns are issued. They recognize the world is burning, but we got air conditioning, so we're okay. We're okay with our family because we got insurance and we're okay. And I just don't understand how we can focus on having any kind of highly functioning or sustainable society if every man and woman is just thinking about themselves. And on the times mm -hmm. we do, begin to think about the collective responsibility is all about blame. And so like we don't, we can't gather and rally for something that is positive or can make a difference. 
but we can gather and rally when it's something that's just destructive and it's not going to help us. And so I don't, I do think though that, you know, the way information is shared today, the Mm -hmm. number of like the access, everybody's got a phone, Mm -hmm. people are ordering conversations, you can record things, you can voice to text. And, you know, there are people who just don't understand, I think, the the sanctity and, and the traditions behind the way things have always been. And the more people you got talking, the more you're going to have talk. So um, yeah. I, I think it's just a part of the world that we live in. I mean, how many times have we seen on Twitter a post about somebody who is dead or dying or had a baby, some star or some celebrity before it's even been released, right? Somebody always knows what's going on. So I do think we just have to know how to react in a way where information is consumed and shared at such a rapid rate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's your thoughts, man? You know, I think um, I knew this day would come because this was the sole reason that Mitch McConnell said he wanted Obama to be a one-term president. This is why they denied Merrick Garland even a hearing at the Supreme Court. They wanted to pack the court to do just this. And for me, the writing was on the wall. So my question is like, okay, how did we respond at that moment? Similar to H saying, when the memo was leaked, we should have been organizing then. I would go back even further and say, because we know the history of, of this country, people should have been organizing at the moment that Merrick Garland was denied a Supreme Court hearing and just in the Senate. And, and for me, uh, it's ironic because they believe that, you know, or some, I won't say they, many people believe that everybody should have access to guns and it's a personal decision, blah, 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 blah. But yet we don't apply the same logic to women's bodies. And I just think as someone who, you know, has supported former students who have uh, received abortions um, and just always been an advocate for reproductive justice and reproductive rights, it was a sad day, but it also was a day that was a reminder of, of how our democracy is really dysfunctional um, and the ways and, and the logic behind a lot of these decisions. Because, you know, they, they may go after Brown v. Board of Ed. They may go after- I wouldn't, I wouldn't be upset with that. I would I, I, I no, you know, I, I I already like know that. Like Brown versus Boards, Leslie Burgess and stuff. But, but before we go to the other thing too, Doc, I think, you know, I, I shared the um, post that was a Joe Burrow, the quarterback, had posted yeah. and it was his um, attempt at saying that they, I do not support murdering babies, but I do support this woman who has, you know, been a victim of sexual assault, this woman who was raped, like all these other examples. And I, and while I appreciate the sentiment and I appreciate men who have stood up because last time I checked, a woman can't make a body on her, a baby on her own. I do think though, that this whole issue around kind of who is entitled to be protected or have the right to make a choice about their body and whether or not they want to have a child 
is still centered in like, well, what about the rape victim? Or what about the abused child? Or what about the father and the incestuous-like relationship? And should this 12-year-old have to carry a child? And this is why we need like access to free and safe abortions. And, and I appreciate that. But I still think we have to remind ourselves that this isn't just about people who have experienced some kind of violence or some kind of trauma and who do not want to carry a baby to term. This is about couples who decide we don't want to have kids. It's about women who just who enjoy having sex and who happen to get pregnant and who have made a choice to not have be a parent. And so we can't just make it seem like these abortions are okay for these ways and not in these other ways. And we have to be able to like name that and to talk about how even that is still very rooted in in whiteness. In, in patriarchy, right. in like these traditional values of norms. And if you want to have a kid and you're not this age and you're not checked off the box married and, you know, the man should go sow his royal oats, but the woman should remain a virgin and like all these twisted, ridiculous beliefs about That's intimacy, right. sex, <laughs> parenting, family units, children, all of that. We can't do that. I appreciate the sentiment, but there are other women and part married women who decide with their partner to not have children and she and they should have the same access to a safe and free abortion just like anybody let's just like a 12 year old who was touched by her uncle it's all the same my body my choice reproductive rights are women's rights and they're human rights because they impact every single person yeah well, so I was, I was i was watching george reed's show right and um <clears throat> she was talking about mississippi uh, Mississippi mm. built and talking about just like the high percentage of black women that are in Mississippi, right? Mm. Um, and just like how 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 the laws in Mississippi are going to limit and hurt black women and minoritized people the most, right? But I did hear some I did hear some suggestions uh, uh, from from that show and from the Rachel Maddow show uh, in terms of like mobile abortion. Um, um clinics that were uh that that there's supposedly going to be like right across state lines in the states that um that have out outlawed abortion so that people will be able to uh, to, to to access uh mobile uh clinics near the border um I mean, and and that, and that's some, that's that's thinking outside of the box, right? Because like you you hear all these things like, oh, can't do anything except uh, beat them at the ballot box. That's bullshit. You can do a lot of things besides beat them at the ballot box, right? Mm-hmm. You can pack, you can pack the court. Is what you, you can, can do, right? You, you can, can absolutely start pack the talking. Court. You can start talking more about healthy sexuality and what that means. We can stop yeah. criminalizing. Well, you can't, do you can't do that in Florida. You can't even say gay in Florida. But but you we can stop criminalizing teen parents. We can stop making it seem right, like right. it's the end of their lives and the end of their world. We can start providing more access to contraceptions and birth control. They're, trying to, limit that hmm? They're trying to limit that too. Right. And so I guess what I'm saying is that we we can be we should be creative about ways we can do those things, right? But how do we do that? But why is it that it seems as if the Democrats aren't as aggressive as Republicans. Like do nothing. they didn't do nothing Democrats. Huh? Do nothing Democrats. Because for me, I'm like, okay, so you don't wanna 
you don't want to stack the court. You don't want to get rid of the filibuster. To codify Roe. To codify Roe. But yet, you're just going to allow Republicans to not allow Merrick Garland to have a hearing. Like, all of these things that are like, well, okay, so y'all just going to play nice. But in the meantime, the people on the other side of the aisle, that's not how they're behaving. Bro, I need so it's, it's the oddest thing to me. I need for these Democrats to get in the pig pen with these Republicans, man. But like, here's the thing. Stay in the pig pen with these Republicans. Well, they, and they, I, they, they are, if they became but, ugly and they yeah. acted like that, then they would, mm. the only thing that they're able to do is point their fingers and say, look at how they act. We don't act like that. But they all doing the same corrupt work. They all, you know, mm. there's two, there's a it's in every state, blue or red, right? It's that, two, it's that two-sided bird analogy, right? To where you need both sides in order for the bird to fly. And so you need for Republicans to act this way and de- Democrats to counter it in order for the bird to fly. So you're absolutely right. Correct, right. correct. And they, and, they, and they're all a part of it. And, and if the only thing we can say is look at how ugly they behave, we don't behave that ugly, then you'll be distracted and you'll be and you'll be delusioned, right? You'll be confused. You'll be thinking that, well, they're acting this way and they don't present this way. So they must be doing something that matters. They must be investing in schools and elderly care. They must be investing in green infrastructure mm-hmm. to keep the planet from burning up on itself. But they're not. And we'll, we're so busy waiting for one group to act and condemning the way the other acts that the ball just keeps on rolling. Hey, you know who's hot right now? AOC yeah. is hot right now. Like she, she, yeah, she, I've been tracking. It's, it's ebbs and flows in which she shows up, right? But she has her strengths and she plays to her strengths, right? And so you don't want to get into a Twitter exchange with her because she's going to eat your ass alive, mm-hmm. right? She's going to eat you alive. And plus, it's like she has enough followers that have like the same sense of humor as her, right? Mm-hmm. That show up the same way as her to where you're going to get dragged. Right. Regardless of however right or wrong you may be, you just don't come for AOC on Twitter because yeah. you're gonna get tarnished. Yeah, yeah. I've 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 been tracking her behavior and the way she's responding, and I'm I'm loving it. I'm like, man, I'm here for that. Like, yeah, you know, say less. Like, somebody, I'm all up in the Twitter. Somebody, bro, somebody was like, some so say AOC is out here giving people options with uh with how to get safe abortions, and she's like, yeah, and I'm like, yo, I'm here for that. <laughs> I'm here for that. I'm like, like they violence. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm down for that. Yeah, I'm looking for the rest of the squad to, you know, to, to show up. I, the, the squad has been quiet. Yeah, I think that you know it's an interesting thing because I always find the ways in which even Democrats marginalize the squad, mm-hmm. um, and the squad is all women of color. And hmm. Jamal Pullman. Hmm. Oh, he's he's considered a part of the squad? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, I just think the way in which people don't pay them much attention. Um, and I and I think what's fascinating is these political conversations. I was listening to the new Wards Five council member or the council member elect in DC, Zachary Parker. And he was on Kojo Nandi, and he was endorsed by I don't know, it's like some socialist something or another group. And they asked him if he was a socialist. And I was fascinated with the way in which he kind of danced around it, as opposed to saying like, I mean, if you believe in public education, 
there's an element of socialism and, and everybody having access to public education. He didn't step into it in a nuanced way, but yet um, I find that the thing that they'll say about the squad is, oh, they're just socialists. And it's always fascinating to see that no one ever pushes the conversation around their ideas and its connection to socialism, but also the fact that you have other people who accept things from the social safety net, hmm. which is right. a form of socialism. Of and like, like, okay, so what are we talking about here? So I just find it all interesting, but I love, uh, love listening to them on either television and, uh, you know, love Rashida Tlaib, uh, obviously, because she's from, uh, from the D, uh, so shout out to her um, for her work. Um, and she uh, always uh, has an opinion and I just appreciate it. So yeah, I'm, I'm, <coughs> I'm not sure like where the state of affairs is in US politics anymore. All right. Yeah, but, but so, but, but so in, in thinking about that and making that statement, right? Um, the state of affairs of politics in the US, the one thing that you could always look for or look to it's the Supreme Court not being political or not being politicized, right? But that's just mm. simply not true now. That's a moot point at this point, right? You got Clarence Thomas. Oh, by the way, before we even continue on, let me get the screen. <laughs> let me get the screen. <laughs> you know Anita he couldn't resist. Hill, Anita, Anita Hill was right when she said that uh, she was sexually harassed by Clarence Thomas. I'm going to come back because people should have been doing this years ago when she initially said it right but now we're seeing who this guy is we already knew who this guy is because she told us who he was Believe will you make me. the same statement about deshaun watson hmm. um sure deshaun watson um did something to somebody because there ain't no Not way somebody. 25 no, no. Ain't no. Somebody. Listen, listen listen there is no way that 25 women can accuse you of sexual assault or doing something uh, 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 illegal or whatever, and you not have done it at least once. It just it just doesn't happen that way. I don't, you know, I I, I want to approach the situation like folks are innocent until proven guilty because I think that a lot of times in society we are uh, we are guilty until proven innocent. So I want to give him that benefit of the doubt. But at the at the end of the day, I'm riding with believing in women and. If that many women are coming out against you, something happened. Eight, come on with it. What's she say? Believe black women. What's it say? Just listen. listen to to yeah, I don't think any of those women were black. Not that. Not that that minimizes no, their voice. Any of them. Just if they black. Yeah. And they're a woman. Just listen to them. Because even if <laughs> because they're probably right, I I mean I don't know. We they just listen, just listen to them. And I think you know that whole we should have listened is the same energy. You know, right. but you know who did this planet? We should have voted better. We shouldn't have let this. Like woulda, coulda, shoulda. Do something now. Do something so now. So, so the, the funny thing about this whole this this whole voting thing, right? Since since we're talking about it, since we're here, right? <laughs> if you if you think about how the census is cut, right? Mm. You have a certain amount of states 
that really have all of the political power, right? Mm. Because if you think about it, it's always Pennsylvania, Ohio, Florida, now maybe Georgia's in the conversation, Michigan, right? Yeah. Those swing states, right? So you have you have those swing states. And in those swing states, you have these uh, metropolitan cities that sometimes present as predominantly black, right? Or black and brown, right? And in the elections in which folks come out and we galvanize the vote for folks to come out, right? Which is why Republicans are so hell-bent on constricting in, 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 in coming up with ways for folks to, to limit folks from voting. But in instances in which the vote, the people come out and vote, there's no way the Republicans can win these elections based off of the platforms that they have, right? They don't mm-hmm. have platforms. It's all counter narratives to what Democrats want to do. So, oh, Democrats are spending money on this, they're spending money on that, doing this, doing that, whatever. But there's no real platform, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you look at any of any of these Republican candidates, tell me about their platforms. You can't tell me about their platforms because they don't exist. Ray, you should become an independent like me then. No. No, I think he, he, he wants that tax break. Now I would say this: he he, he, he wants to receive with the kickback. He wants his money. If you you talked before Ray about like what are the solutions, right, and what are the ways that we can think about how to address these issues? When we think about, to at least to me, the way I would imagine that I want my local representatives to serve. Yeah. There is a proximity that they don't have to the very communities and jurisdictions in which they are representing. So in my version right. of the story and the way it started, your little town represents, gets votes one or two people to who live in the community, who shop, who worship, who understand the things. And then they go off to the other places and they speak on behalf of you. And they understand what it means when the well in the middle of the town didn't have enough water because they saw and experienced the impact. And then they can go on and speak on behalf in order to get that thing addressed. Whether you are Democrat or Republican or independent, there is too much distance between those who are the actual people who need to, who are benefiting and and engaging in the policy, who are attending the streets, who are at the job, and those who are supposed to be representing them. And I wonder, like, where are the ways that we can shift that, right? Like, what is it that politicians need to be paid the same salary as teachers and all those kickbacks and things like go to, I don't know what the answer is because I don't know how to address it, but there is this distance that's created between the people who are supposed to be speaking on behalf of the needs of those communities in which they are representing. And so many of them get in those places and they're speaking on the needs and behalf of themselves. And if I only am thinking about myself and the people in my two circles, right, like the inner one and the next one, are all people who represent and experience things the same way that I am, then I'm not going to be able to speak articulately about public schools and childcare. I'm good when I hear people saying they're waiting in line for masks or waiting in line for food or there's a food desert in their mind. They're like, well, how can that be? I've never experienced that. So it must not be real. And we continue to kind of polarize these experiences. And, and that is something I think that we should be thinking about in a way to address it. 
if you don't live in the like live in the place where you're supposed to be represented and that's the same with teachers right we've yeah. talked about this before how would school uh -oh. be improved if teachers uh -oh. and principals lived in the zip code in the area code on the block on that anc 17 uh -oh. school uh -oh. how would that look would you that's be okay right. you and violence. okay that you make this amount of money and you have to go two states or two cities over to go to the grocery store would you be okay with crime would you be okay with trash on the street? Absolutely not. We get so canceled. This proximity problem that we got to address, address. And if we can, maybe we should figure that out too. Hey, oh. that's, all, that's all H block coming. Um, that ain't, oh, that ain't I'm it. here for that. That's all H. <laughs> I, I'm I, here I, for that. I can live on 53rd and Car Place, but in Washington, D.C., even I, with a doctor, cannot afford to live in most houses in Washington, D.C. I'd be happy to live where my school was, but who can afford it? They blocking out the poor people and building up big old places that you uh, have to. I, I, and listen, I saw, I saw, I saw that, I saw that um, firsthand at, at at the charter school convention, right? So like right huh. downtown where the where the DC convention is at, right? Oh, mm -hmm. They built right over a project. Like you, if you're walking by and you okay. and you you got the eye for it, you see the fact that like they built on top of this project right and there's more things that are coming up in the, that are being erected in the area absolutely and i'm just like what the hell yeah i i always can tell the first the first sign for me yeah. is that they do a bike lane just one yes. there's a oh, bike lane. I, I tweeted about that i tweeted about that the second thing is that they're automatically out of nowhere comes one of those space storage units Oh, for you to like store your space and save because they recognize that they are boxing people out. They're going in a to coffee shop, and a coffee shop, but it's a small hey, one that's only let's, open let's from like seven to eleven fifteen. And then and then a the small coffee costs eight dollars. Easy. Hey, so you shouldn't drink. You shouldn't be drinking coffee anyway. It's addictive, and if you have other vices, then you should oh, focus geez. on those other vices. So, geez. but but let's focus on this bike lane, right? Because I just I just bought a. a I bought a house in uh just bought a house that I'm renovating in Baltimore, right? And the reason why I bought it is because they just put a bike lane on the street. I want you to it, see when next time you go, I want yeah. you to see if you can search the nearest like space storage joint. Okay. Because you know once they put the bike lane, once you, hey, once you put the bike lane and then they about to do all the stuff they about to do at Lake Montebello, right? With the with the bridge and like all hey, yeah. listen. Yeah. Let's go, Brandon. So then maybe that's why they're teaching uh, kids to ride bikes in DCPS. Talk about it, H. Listen, they teaching kids uh, where you all get a bike. It's a part of the second grade unit. They teach third graders how to swim, too, and opened up a lot of little water parks. But but I, listen, I would love to do some research on that and hey, figure it she, out. Hey, what's she, she like, listen. <laughs> because it's wrong. Gaslighter, boy. Because it's not right. And they think I don't see it. And I know if I see it, somebody else sees it. How long we've been living on this earth? You see more storage space units just pop up, those and Royal Farms and bike lanes. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. Am I, I, am you, I, I am not I, I letting you come to Royal Farms. Protect your chicken. I can't, go, I can't think about Royal Farms and chicken. At all costs, we're going to protect no. that chicken. We're going to protect the chicken at Royal yes, Farms. Yes, man. Like, that's off limits. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm off not, limits. Hey, they can keep going to hip hop chicken if they want to. We going raw farm. Whoa, whoa, we not coming for hip hop chicken either. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, we not doing that either. Agenda all together. We not coming for nobody's chicken 
sandwich, nobody's chicken thighs. Oh, we can come for the Popeye's chicken, chicken sandwich because the Popeye's chicken sandwich is trash. Facts. I agree with you. I'm not disagreeing with that. Popeye's chicken is not my jam. I'm not. I'm, that's not a hill. I'm not. I'm not dying on a Popeye's hill. You're not, not, no. you're not dying on a Popeye's hill. Yeah. <laughs> no. you're I mean, well, a Jack Harlow KFC chicken sandwich. You want to buy? You want a Jack? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not. I'm not dying on a Jack Harlow no. hill. Like I, I, I'm, 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 I'm riding for the Royal Farms. Uh, no. Really? I, I had a meeting. I had a meeting in Delaware at like 10:30. Man, yeah. I stopped at Royal Farms and had chicken on the way for breakfast. That's what's up. Hey, let, Ray, hey appreciate that. They put them uptown. I, uh, let's, let's just take the deliciousness of the hot fried chicken off the table. Yeah. Why do they end up in certain areas and and are the crumbs that they give you when they say there's we're rebuilding in your area? Why why is that and a Wawa what we get? Why not like a bank? Whoa, not like a you're not going to come for Wawa either. Do you, listen, I love Wawa. No, I, no, I love Wawa. Listen. Have you, have you had a grilled chicken sandwich, a, a grilled chicken sandwich at Wawa at two o'clock in the morning after the bros have had a party, and you know there ain't gonna be no food at the set out? Let me say something. That 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 nostalgia that you experience is not reality now because that chicken sandwich is probably eighty five cents then. You probably cannot afford that chicken sandwich now because of the way we live in the world. My question is, why are we so, I was watching something and this woman said, why do we so easily lay down our weapons of rage? We get so upset that they're not doing anything in our community and then we see coming soon and it's like, oh wow. Like that's it. This is, this, and then we're like, oh, they building it up. They getting better. My property value going to go up. Who no, it's not. Your property is going to go up so quickly that you won't be able to live there and you won't even know it until you're taking your stuff in that storage space unit to try to so, find a place to so live. I, I, so I, I, dis, I disagree, right? Because He's choosing violence today, right? Here's why. Here's why I disagree. Because if you, if you, if you price into your neighborhood, right, and you can afford it, you maintain the same job, there's really no way to price you out unless you make the decision to go and say, you know what? I'm going to refinance based off, no. of, based off well, of the market, based off of the fact what? that these property values have, have, have exploded. And so now I'm going to take money out and then increase right. my mortgage. But, right, but, but, even if you, but even if that's your rationale, right? Nobody's going out like I'm a refinance because I'm trying to go on vacation. Life has uh, ma'am, 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 maybe, ma'am. maybe, but but some people are refinancing so they can pay for health care, so they can that's right. add, okay. so they can take care of their elderly parents, so yes. that their kids can go to college, so that yeah. they can have a little bit of room, so that their little child can go out yeah. and do something yes. better. A lot okay. of people are refinancing to pay yeah. for tuition to go to better schools because the public schools in their neighborhood are trash. Mm-hmm. So oh. sure. wait, not the public schools. Yes, right. What? No, no. <laughs> No, I, why are you gaslighting, Ray? We live in a country where if the public schools were better, then none of us would be where we are right now, right? Like we are, I would have to go and try to create spaces for little black girls and little girls to feel strong, smart, bold, because they would feel warm and accepted and loved in their school. Yeah. What I'm saying is we have to think about, it's, it's, it's more complicated than just, I have bought my house in 90 something and my mortgage was this and I kept my same job. People don't keep their jobs. People get married. People you get are cool better jobs. Yeah. If you get married, H, if you get married, you bringing in more. You, you sometimes you you have more income if you got two incomes. You also have more debt. Yeah, but you, you can still afford to go to the royal farms, huh? 
not for that is that, that chicken sandwich is three dollars. Somebody Google how much is that sandwich. I'm sure it is not the price I'm that Raven getting with the bros back in the I'm day. I'm trying to find out what's going on with Wawa because until I moved to the East Coast, I had never heard of Wawa. When somebody told me like Simmons, you need to go to Wawa, I thought they were joking. No, I was like, no. what's a Wawa? I like Wawa. No, I, like Wawa. Wawa. I just think the name is corny. No, hey, listen, you can call you can call the name whatever you need to call the name, but the food at two o'clock in the morning. I value both Wawa, 7-Eleven, and Royal Farms. 7-Eleven? I grew oh, up yeah. oh, 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 you can't come to 7-Eleven, man. 7-Eleven got some of the best pizza. Best pizza? Oh, absolutely. The pizza 7-Eleven is off the chain. All right. <laughs> 7-Eleven has great glazed donuts, too. The point of this is that we got to do better. We got to ask for more and not just be so easy. I want hey, hey. Hey, but hey, to your to your point, right? Here's here's how I determine if someone has made it or not, right? Your proximity to Trader Joe's or your proximity to Whole Foods is how I determine if you made it or not. If you can get to those two stores, uh, and and not be that much trouble and that far, if you can walk to those school th- those stores, you made it. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I then, I can't walk to I'm not making it. And and they don't have an option. No, for real. If that's the bar, right? <laughs> it's a lot of people who yeah, it's a bunch of people. And, yeah, and they are and they are at the Capital Food Bank, and they are yeah. at St. Augustine Church. Well, so I guess I guess I guess when you think about it, I can kind of extend that out, right? I, I I think if you can get to a quality grocery store, so like even Safeway kind of falls into that paradigm, right? If you can get to a quality grocery store without it being too much trouble mm-hmm. and you're not in a food desert, right? So you have opportunity to get fresh fruit, uh, fresh vegetables and, and, and things of that nature. Because, you know, a lot of times we, you know, especially if you have a busy schedule, you don't, you're not eating the best ways that you can. Yeah. But it depends, but it depends on the quality of the food at the Safeway. Yeah. And like, for yeah. me, I always say to folks, just because you have a mainstream grocery store in your neighborhood, doesn't mean that they not get feed and trying to feed you trash because yes. best believe that that what is it H isn't it a Safeway over there off of Benny Road um, on the corner is that a yeah. Safeway mm-hmm. right that that Safeway isn't the same as a Safeway with the condos Sterling, Virginia. with the condos the, the, the condos are across the street they across oh. the street. They got uh-huh. a safe, no. They have a safe way that have condos on top of them in DC. Oh no, you're talking about over on the oh, hill, over by where you're talking about on the hill. That's the one I'm talking thing. about, like if you go in there, you're not getting the same quality of food. Yeah, you better cook that, that meat. It's delivered that meat the same day. You don't cook that meat the same day. It's going bad. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think I that think it's, um, it's the quality. I'm sorry, Doc. Go ahead. And I just think that there's a need for us to spend more time understanding food as a human right access to quality food as a human right and i'll even say it you know we'll probably get canceled but with h's assessment today we probably get canceled <laughs> next week but yeah um like th- there is a real need to critique the ways in which public school systems allow for the capitalism associated with the food industry to impact our children in dcps i'm gonna say it because i'm choosing violence right School leaders and H, you can you can sign on to this if you'd like, if you want to get canceled too. <laughs> Principals had two options to choose from for food vendors. Two. 
And if those two were trash, the ability to find a vendor that provided fresh food to your babies was almost impossible. And they made it so impossible because you had other shit to do. However, in D.C., if you run a charter school, you can build a, a cooking kitchen and provide your kids fresh food. You can build a garden and build a, a, a salad bar, fresh veggies, all those types of things, right? So the ways in which the billion-dollar for-profit food industry impacts young people in the education system is nonsense. It is immoral and unethical, right? And so if anybody from D.C. government and D.C.P.S. is listening to this, y'all need to fix that. This is not a critique of you as people, but this is about understanding that food provides life to our young people. And we're failing them, not just in D.C., but in urban communities and urban school districts throughout America. OK, I'm done. They can cancel me now. Listen, I think that you are absolutely right. And it is a conversation we need to have around both food and around infrastructure, because not only are right. our babies coming into places hungry and without access to fresh food, they are sitting in classrooms that are too hot and too cold. They don't get enough outdoor time. There's not enough green spaces. They don't have access to all the outdoor time. You can't read. Cut that out. Stop that. Uh, now, when we talk about grocery stores, there is this thing about how your proximity to them. And I think also like the frequency to which you can go to them because the Safeways and the Giants are packed on the 1st and the 15th, right? But are people able to just like go randomly and spend two to $300 to buy two or three bags of groceries? And so I think your point about proximity and access to better quality grocery stores is important, but there is also something about frequency. Because people, if you have the flexibility to say, you know what, I think I want crab legs and steak tonight. I'm going to get up and get in my car and drive to the grocery store and bring it home and cook it for tonight. If I can do that, there is still a level of access and flexibility to these resources that I think we also don't talk about, too. Yeah. Well, listen, you know, this has been a very uh, <laughs> engaging conversation. And so I want to go into closing thoughts um, because... We're probably going to get canceled. And it's okay, right? Because, you know, okay. I, I know some people of a different hue, they get canceled and they still get grants and shit when they decide <laughs> they want to they wanna make that violence. Hey, <laughs> hey, they, hey, hey, they can have a terrible idea, get funded, right? And then, and, then, and then that shit flop. And then two years later, they come back like, yeah, I got another idea. Uh, let's, let's open a college. Choosing violence. I'm here for that. To I'm here for that. I'm here for yeah. my homeboy to get it out. <laughs> so, I'm hey, here what's up with you? Final thoughts. So, my final thoughts are: um, this week has been the start of our Girls Inc. Uh, summer STEM leadership camp, and we have 20 amazing girls who have been partnering with um, Howard University Middle School. So, super shout out to Ms. Procope and Ms. Edmonds and all of the staff that have been there. And I mean, I have some amazing women who are working with our young people. Uh, yesterday, we did an introduction activity. And one of the questions, we were teaching them how to interview and how to like, you know, say, take up space about who you are. And the question was, who is your favorite person in the world? And this girl got up and said, I am my favorite person because I really like who I am and spending time with myself. But if there was anybody else in the world who I could spend some time with, it would be me because I'm awesome. 
And I was so like, I could feel the goosebumps because this little girl was taking up space in a way that was unapologetic. But I'll be honest, two seconds later, I felt bad. And I felt like, wow, I'm glad she can share that with us. But will she keep this same feeling and this same confidence about herself two, three years from now? Will she say this in another space and be condemned or attacked for it? So my shout out is to little girls, specifically little black girls who are off of school, who are in camps, who are swimming, who are sitting out in front of their grandmother's house, braiding their cousin's hair. Speak up, stay safe, and just, you know, continue to make other folks uncomfortable, even if they don't like it. Love that. Hmm. The- uh, you know, I think for me, I'm ex- I'm learning uh, to be better about being open to new things, um, and I've I've found peace in being in Idaho this week in the morning, in particular. I should say in Boise, Idaho. Like I ain't going too far outside of Boise. I want to be clear, uh, but just the pe- I, I gotta be honest with with people. But I think the peace and tranquility that I experienced this morning, where I got up and was able to write and uh, the mountains are surrounding Boise and uh, being on the campus of Boise State University and just seeing this amazing place. And, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's just reminded me of, of, of pushing myself outside of my comfort zone um, geographically when I go places. And, and I think a uh, shout out to y'all um, for uh, being my accountability partners because I actually walked uh, from the hotel to campus, which was about a 30 minute walk this morning. I walked from the School of Engineering to a meeting at the School of Education, which was about a 15 minute walk. So I probably today would have walked a total of, I don't know, an hour and a half. I don't even know how many steps I did. Yeah. yeah, so I'm, 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 I'm proud of myself. And, uh, you know, I just want to thank y'all for uh, pushing me uh, out of my comfort zone um, and dealing with me being like, man, Boise, Idaho. And y'all just kind of let me say it. And now I'm just like, I, I'm not moving to Boise. I want to be clear because there ain't no barbershop or anything like that. The usual trap. There ain't no Royal Farms or Wawa. Um, right, no chicken sandwich. Yeah, I can't get the chicken sandwich. But I do appreciate the beauty of the place, the calmness and the serenity that allows me just to kind of sit uh, and, and write and just be reflective. So, yeah. yeah. That's what's up, man. Appreciate that. So, I guess my final thought is going to be uh, this role versus Wade uh, decision, right? So black men, men in general, especially those that have large platforms, I'm seeing y'all sitting on your hands and not doing mm-hmm. anything in support of these Come women. On. And that's mm-hmm. some real bullshit. Y'all Come some on. suckers, and I'm saying it. Unfollow me. I don't give a shit. But y'all need Come to be on. standing up for these women because I know that, you know, it, it, first of all, it takes two people to to, to, to make, a, make a child, Right. And so there have been instances in which um, there's been a collective decision to not have a child. And so y'all need to be naming that shit and not just putting this on women because it's not just a woman thing. It's, it's a it's a human thing. And so if you're not willing to stand up for women, stay the fuck around me. Period. All right. There we go with that. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>